1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God, and it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am, seated right now in the heavenly realms, in Christ Jesus, in the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine, and I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert, my spirit is receptive, so I'm taught the Word of God. My life has changed for the better, and I will never be the same again. Amen. Well, give five people a high five, and then we'll get right into the Word this morning. I wonder why he does that. Well, I just want to make sure you're awake when we start. Amen. We're going to start off in Romans 10, chapter 8. I don't have any time for review. We said two Sundays ago, number one, crazy faith is a proclaimed faith. Say it out loud. Crazy faith faith. is a proclaimed faith. Romans 10, 8. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith we are proclaiming. Number two from last Sunday, you are the answer to your prayers. Point to your neighbor, tell him, you are the answer to your prayers. Point to your other neighbor, tell him, you are the answer to your prayers. Proverbs 12, 14 says, from the fruit of his lips, a man is filled with good things as surely as the work of his hands rewards him. Look at what the word says, from the fruit of his lips, a man is filled with good things as surely as as the work of his hands rewards him. We left off last time telling the story of how we bought this land and built this building using crazy faith. To do these great feats of faith, it was intense. It was daily. It was nonstop. It was post-it notes. It was prayers. And it was nonstop confession. It was a relentless unwillingness to budge from our profession of faith. We're not going there this morning, but the Word of God says to hold fast your profession of faith. In those days, it was a relentless unwillingness to budge from the profession of our faith. The same thing happened in paying off this property and this building. We started toward that goal in earnest Easter of 2018. And when the coronavirus hit, the panic The man-made panic hit in, well, actually, the virus and the panic were man-made. When the coronavirus panic hit in 2020, we ignored the panic, we ignored the fear fest, and we acted like, and we talked like, 
and we said that it had nothing to do with us. And I boldly proclaimed in the spring of 2020 when the coronavirus panic hit and everybody from Washington, D.C. on down to Austin was losing their minds, actually Tarrant County, Dallas County, losing their minds. I declared that Faith Christian Center would be paid off by the end of 2020. And we again experienced the manifestation and realization of what we had said in 2018, 2019, and 2020. You do not get what you deserve. You do not get what the Word of God says. You do not get the will of God. You get what you say. The same thing has happened since the coronavirus panic of 2020. In March and April of 2020, I taught this congregation to say every day, thank you, Father God, you protect us. Thank you, Father God, you bless us. Thank you, Father God, you prosper us. And it has come to pass. It has all come to pass. It has all come to pass. It has all come to pass. Glory, 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 glory to God. It has all come to pass. From the fruit of his lips, a man is filled with good things as surely as the work of his hands rewards him. And this is how, friends, we have walked in days of heaven upon the earth all of these years. And we give God all the credit, all the glory, and all the honor for all of it. We say with King David, Psalm 118, 23, this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And we say with the Apostle Paul, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. And we say with the Apostle Paul, 2 Corinthians 4.13, we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. We are to have the same spirit of faith. Listen, social media, all of it has been about having the same spirit of fear. And have you noticed how easily they sedged in from uh, the Rona to Russia? So apparently the agenda is to keep you afraid and keep you in a box and keep you hiding and keep you dependent on the government and to keep you looking, you know, go, go for your brain download every morning on social media to find out what you're to be afraid of today. Well, I say to heck with all of that. I'm going to go with the Word of God. I'm going to stand with the Word of God. I got the Word of God in my heart. I got the Word of God coming out of my mouth. And I'm going to have Word of God results and not the results of this dark world. Can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get a better amen? Amen. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 4.16. 2 Corinthians 4.16, therefore we do not lose heart. Oh, my goodness. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Sometimes I look in the mirror when I'm getting ready in the morning, and I think, what the heck happened? (laughs) What, What was all that lifting weights about? You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, outwardly, we are wasting away, but I've never been stronger. I'm telling you, in 66 years, I've never been stronger in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. I'm stronger today in spirit than I've ever been. Actually, I'm stronger today than any previous decade all added up. Hallelujah. And so I say with the Apostle Paul, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes on not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And this is how we do these impossible things at Faith Christian Center. It's something hardly anybody knows anything about anymore, but it is called focus. We ha we're like horses with blinders on, and we don't look to the right, and we don't look to the left. I have not listened to a presidential speech since Ronald Reagan was president. I'm telling you what, they'll get you off course. They'll get you believing this is your enemy or that's your enemy. And all they do is lie and lie and lie and lie. Man, we got our eyes fixed on the word of God. We are looking to the word of God from whence cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The key verse is 16, therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are renewed day by day. If you are not being renewed day by day, you will lose heart. I said if you are not being renewed day by day, you will lose heart. The hardest jump we ever made was actually from the hotel to our first building at I-30. We were under construction when the stock market crashed on October 19, 1987. That didn't affect any of our people at the church because no one really had any money. But the horrible recession that followed sure hit our people. Trust me, we had plenty of opportunities in those days to lose heart and to quit. In those early years of the ministry, we actually had people on our staff, people that we were paying money to, who would make fun of me behind my back to people in the church and talk about me like I was nuts. Well, I was nuts all right because I had crazy faith. Where are those people today? No one knows. What have those people accomplished? No one knows. But the entire world knows where I am. I am right here at U.S. Highway 287 and Eden Road, holding church on a six, in a $16 million facility with no debt, and I'm still preaching the Bible. Hallelujah. And I'm still preaching the same message, and I'm just as crazy as ever, and I have not calmed down, and I have not chilled out, and I have not backed up off the Word of God. I'm still standing strong, and I'm still declaring the Word of God because He has not changed, and His Word has not changed, and He is true, and He is faithful. I came down to this house to tell you today, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I get an amen? Can I get a better amen? Amen. Those paid employees used to mock me and joke and laugh with each other. 
and even once in front of Pastor Sue and say, we know, we know, we know, the Word says, and they'd all bust out laughing. Well, no one's laughing today. No one but Gene and Sue and Austin and the angels and the Holy Spirit. We're all laughing. Hallelujah. But how many of those folks are crying? Faith threatens those who have no faith. I said faith threatens those who have no faith. Faith is actually considered dangerous by people who have no faith. And faith is considered crazy by people who have no faith. Yep, that's right, y'all. We have crazy faith. Pastor Sue says people mock and make fun because they are actually afraid that you might get what you say. And then where would that leave them? And where would that leave their theology? They're afraid you're going to get what you say. And if you get what you say, where is that going to leave them? People will oppose your faith. People will fight against your faith. And people will call you names for having faith. Because if you get what you say, where does that leave them? They'd have to change and get with it and start believing God and start memorizing scriptures and start confessing the word of God and start taking action on the word of God. But see, they don't want to do any of that. I said they don't want to do any of that. Yes, it is a crazy faith. It's a crazy faith that proclaims God's word. It's a crazy faith that proclaims God's word, God's will, God's best, God's blessing in the face of gloom and doom and derision and disbelief. But you and I have been given that same kind of faith. I said you and I have been given that same kind of faith. So we believe in our hearts and we profess with our mouths. 2 Corinthians 4, 16, Therefore we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. If you don't want to lose heart, stop looking at what this dark, lost world has to say about anything. Don't look to anything in their world for your answer. Not Trump, not Fauci, certainly not Biden. Look to the Lord. I said look to the Lord. Tell your neighbor, look to the Lord. Tell your other neighbor, look to the Lord. Look to the Word of God. I said look to the Word of God. Tell your neighbor, look to the Word of God. Tell your other neighbor, look to the Word of God. Romans 10, 8 again, but what does this say? The Word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the Word of faith we are proclaiming. The Word of God is to be in your heart, and the Word of God is to be in your mouth. So your answer is in your mouth. Tell your neighbor, your answer is in your mouth. Tell your other neighbor, your answer is in your mouth. Tell the first neighbor, you are the answer to your prayers. Tell the other neighbor, you are the answer to your prayers. 
Now, God is going to give you what you need. He will give you the idea. He will open the door. He will give you the business connections. He will order your steps. Whatever it is that you need, the Lord will order your steps. I said the Lord will order your steps, but you are the answer to your prayers. I said you are the answer to your prayers. God has the answer that you need. I said God has the answer that you need, but it's going to come through the Word of God, the written Word of God first, and then secondly, maybe by the Holy Spirit of God. But when you hear something by the Holy Spirit of God, you've got to go to the written Word of God and check it out and make sure that it agrees with the written Word of God so you don't miss it, so you don't get off course. You just need to learn how to release the power of God that is already within you. You have faith. We dealt with this in 2018. The Holy Week Revival, 2018. Mountain moving faith. God has given every believer a measure of faith. So don't be going around talking about how you don't have any faith. You have faith. You have to learn how to release the faith you have. And proclaiming the word of God is one way to release your faith. Look at Ephesians 3.20. Where is the power? Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory and in the church throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So where is his power at work? His power is at work within us. Within us. Within us. His power is at work within us. But how are you going to have any power if you don't have the Word of God in your heart, if you don't have the treasure of the Word of God in your heart, if you can believe God, you can have anything you want. I said, if you can believe God, you can have anything you want. And the contrary is true. If you don't believe God, you can't have anything you want. I said, if you don't believe God, you cannot have anything you want. Number three, crazy faith brings God on the scene. Number three, crazy faith brings God on the scene. We want God to show up. But remember what we read in Deuteronomy 30? We don't have to go up to heaven to get him. We don't have to go across the seas to find him. Crazy faith brings God on the scene. Look at Hebrews 13, 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, so we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Why don't you say that? The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. Again, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. He is with us. I said he is with us. Back in 1984, 1985, 1986, 1987, when we would unload all the nursery toys at the hotel, Sue would say to the nursery workers every Sunday, we won't be doing this much longer. We're going to find land to buy. 
and we're going to draw a building, and we're going to build that building so we won't be doing this much longer. The same confession every Sunday, 1984, 1985, 1986, 1987, and people said we were nuts. Well, we had crazy faith, and crazy faith brings God on the scene. There were Sundays we'd show up, and the rooms that we had rented for the nursery hadn't even been cleaned. There were Sundays we'd show up, and the ballroom had not even been set up for a meeting. But we didn't quit. We didn't give up. We didn't throw in the towel. We just kept believing God. We just kept saying about our lives what the Word of God said about our lives. And Sue says that when she told those nursery workers it won't be long until we have our own church building, she felt like she was lying. She felt like she was lying because what she was saying was contrary to what she was experiencing. But Hebrews 10, 38 and 39 says, But my righteous one will live by faith, and if he shrinks back, we will not be pleased with him. For we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. Say it out loud. We are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but we are of those who believe God and are saved. I want you to get it down into your heart. I want you to see it. And if there was ever a generation that ought to be able to see it, it ought to be this generation right here in the spring of 2022. The risk was not in believing the written Word of God. The risk was in believing Burks. The risk was not in believing the Word of God. The risk was in believing Fauci. The risk was not in believing the Word of God. The risk was in believing the media. I'm telling you everything that you can see with your eyes is temporal. It is temporary. It is passing away. But the Word of our God shall stand forever. Hallelujah! Shout it out loud. The Word of our God shall stand forever. The devil wants to whip you and tell you, don't say that. You're lying. You're not healed. Don't say that. You're lying. Your needs aren't all met. Don't say that. You're lying. You're not made rich in every way, so you can be generous on every occasion. But how are we to live? But Jesus answered in Matthew 4, 4, It is written, Man shall not live but by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. What kind of life do we want to be living? And what kind of word ought we to be speaking? Let me tell you what. There have been entirely too many men of God that have turned into nothing but big pharma salesmen. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. I give God the credit, the glory, and the honor that I never did that. How would I feel when nine pages, single space of adverse events and adverse effects was published 
two weeks ago by Pfizer, how would I feel if I had been a big pharma spokesman and a big pharma salesman and had taken money from them? I am here to tell you this morning, I have never taken a nickel from the government. There's not one nickel from the government at Faith Christian Center. They are not our God. The Ancient of Days, the glory of Israel is our God and Jesus is his name and we look to him and we serve him and we honor him hallelujah 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 we have no other gods what kind of life do we want to be living and what kind of word ought we to be speaking our attitude ought to be, let's just see how many times we can get this word of faith to work for us. Let's just see how many times we can get this word of faith to work for us. Our attitude ought to be, let's just see how many times we can profess this word of faith and it produce in our lives what we are saying with our mouths. In the Holy Week revival last year, Friday, which was uh, Good Friday, I told this story, and I was watching it this week, and something I said, oh my gosh, came out of my mouth, and it hadn't even registered. It didn't register on me then, or any time I've watched it since, but it sure did this week. Summer of 1975, I was in Quincy, Illinois, selling cookware. And I wasn't really happy about it. I, I had to try and keep my mind right, my attitude right, because they gave two newbies what I thought were better towns. They gave them St. Charles, Missouri and Hannibal, Missouri. We were staying in Hannibal, Missouri, and I was driving up the river and across the river, and I was assigned Quincy, Illinois. The, I think the owner of the company had never sold any cookware in Illinois, just wanted to prove it could be done, so he sent me. <laughs> and it was a hard nut to crack, but once I cracked it, I made money. So one, one afternoon, one afternoon, one afternoon, I made an appointment with this gal. I think she was a nurse or something, school teacher, nurse. But oh my gosh, she lived all the way down on the, the east side of the Mississippi River or down this river road. I mean, I mean, I just drove and drove and drove and drove and drove and drove and drove. But I was listening to Zig Ziglar along the way and Zig Ziglar was talking about talking to yourself. And I get to that farmhouse and I drive up that gravel road you know, country people, I think she said her married sister was going to be there. And, you know, country people, you knew her mama was going to be there. Some, you know, single guy coming to see the single daughter. So, I mean, I pull up there and I'd been listening to Zig Ziglar. And so I put the little mirror down, the little mirror on the, on the visor. And I talked to myself and I said, I said, Gene, I don't know who's in that house. But I said, I know one thing. Everybody that's in that house is going to buy everything I got. They're going to buy everything I got. And I said, I'm going to make a ton of money right here. I said to myself, look at this place. There's not a mall within 50 miles. I said, they have all this pent-up demand, all this money they want to spend, nowhere to spend it. I'm going to say, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to clean up. Amen. 
And you have to understand, because I was trying to move fast and be expedient, I didn't show everything to everybody, but man, that afternoon I did. Man, I mean, I showed them the pots and pans, and I showed them the tableware, and I showed them the china, and I showed them the crystal, and I, sh I even showed them, I didn't have it with me, but I showed them pictures of the electric crock pot. And I, I, I sold that gal everything I had, and I sold her married sister everything I had, and I sold the mama everything I had. But I said last year in the Holy Week revival, when I told that story on Friday, I didn't know it was a principle. It'll change your life. It was years later. It was years later. I learned from one of my daddies, Dr. Frederick Casey Price, that if you can identify a principle from the Word of God, it will work every time. Amen. It was years later, I learned from one of my daddies in the faith, Kenneth Hagin, that the laws of, that the rules that regulate faith are actually spiritual laws, and when you learn them and you learn how to operate in them, they will work every time, and you can count on them like you count on the multiplication table. When have you questioned six times seven being 42? When have you ever questioned three times four being 12? You operate assuming it is what it is. And when you identify a truth from the Word of God as a principle, it'll work every time. When you identify a law of faith, it'll work every time. But what I didn't know on that summer afternoon south of Quincy, Illinois, I didn't understand what I had done. Hear me now. You have no idea how blessed you are because Gene and Sue have spent a lifetime identifying principles in the Word of God and laws of faith from the Word of God. And we, we don't come in here telling you, go figure it out on your, on your own. We come down here and we tell you what we have found through decades of trial and error and work in the Word of God. And so I didn't know that what I heard Zig Ziglar say, I didn't know that what I did that afternoon, I didn't know that it was a principle and that it would work every time. I didn't know it was a law and it would work every time. And so we spent the next years struggling. Unnecessarily. I talked to myself. And I didn't say what I was fearing. I said what I was believing. And then I marched right on in there and I acted like it was all a done deal. I went in there and act like the salesman of the universe had just rolled up into that farmhouse and I laid it all out and I took my time and I explained everything because I expected to sell everything to everybody and I did. I got what I said and I got what I expected. Amen. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number four, when suddenly comes. Number four, when suddenly comes. You know when your suddenly comes? When all these blessings overtake you? You know when you are eating the fruit thereof? It will be when you have step by step, day by day, week by week, month by month, 
year in and year out consistently, purposefully practice your faith by saying, by proclaiming, by doing, and obeying God's word and choosing life and prosperity with God's blessing. People are careless and they get the results of a careless lifestyle. When does suddenly come? I said, when does suddenly come? It will be when you have step by step, day by day, week by week, month by month, year in and year out, consistently, purposefully practice your faith by saying, by proclaiming, by doing, and by obeying God's word and choosing life and prosperity with God's blessing. It's like teaching a little baby to walk. They take those first few halting, uncertain steps, and then you know what happens? They fall down, and they try again, and again, and again. But every baby I have ever seen in my life was determined to walk. Now, I've seen a lot of baby Christians, and about the third time they fall down, they just sit there, and they sit there till they die. But I'm talking about little baby babies, amen. Little, tiny, little, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, babies not by mental attitude. I'm talking about babies by age. They fall down and they fall down and they fall down and they just keep getting back up, getting back up, getting back up. Have you ever taken a, a toddler, a three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old skiing? They do the exact same thing skiing. They fall down. They get up laughing. They fall down. They get up laughing. You know, I fall down. I don't get up laughing, but they, they fall down. They get up laughing. Amen. That's the kind of faith we are to have, a faith that will not be denied. I said that's the kind of faith we are to have, a faith that will not be denied. Life and prosperity with God's blessings. That's what we're preaching. That's what we're living in. That's what we expect, and that's where we're headed. Friends, we get our encouragement from the Word of God. Look at Psalm 27. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men advance against me to devour my flesh, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then will I be confident. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and he will set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me at his tabernacle. Will I sacrifice with shouts of joy? Hallelujah. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, O God, my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead in a straight path. 
because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. I love verse 13. I am, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Verse 14, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. I will see the goodness of the Lord, not in the sweet by and by, not when I get to heaven, not over on the other side. No, a thousand times no. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Say it out loud. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That means right now. Say it out loud. That means right now. Yeah, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's where I live right now. And then David says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Don't be a sissy. Don't, don't be a pusillanimous, you know, whatever. Hallelujah. Don't knuckle under. Don't be weak. Don't be a vacillator. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. How can we do that? Though we are perishing outwardly, we are being renewed day by day on the inside. Hallelujah. 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 We may be getting older. We may be getting a little wrinkled on the outside, but on the inside, we are getting stronger in the Lord. Hallelujah. We are meditating on the Word of God. Hallelujah. We are going to God in prayer every day. We are getting stronger on the inside. Hallelujah. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. So be confident. You will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So go ahead and be crazy in your faith and start saying what you, not, what you want and never what you don't want and use reminders. If you're like us and you have to put post-its on the dashboard, post-its on the refrigerator, post-its on the mirror, post-its on the closet door, just do what you got to do to keep the Word of God in front of you because CNN is out there and the media is out there and they're hawking fear, whether it is coronavirus or Russia or whatever they're doing. Don't believe what they are telling you to believe. You go to the Word of God. You find out in the Word of God what you are to believe. You have the same spirit that David had. Hallelujah. The Word of God is in our heart. The Word of God is in our mouth. Hebrews 13, 7 says, Remember your leaders who spoke the Word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Hallelujah. Put key scriptures and notes around your house, declaring your faith goals and professions of faith, what you're believing God for. Put them on your doorpost. Put them on your refrigerator. Put them on the bathroom mirror. Put them where you see them all the time. I always figured if they were on the refrigerator, I would see them multiple times a day. And get everyone around you and your loved ones saying the same thing. I say to you this Sunday morning, take your faith 
that is in your heart by the word of God and reach out and speak the word of faith and bring what is in your heart into manifestation. There are no limits with God. There are no limits with God. There are no limits with God. God will give you whatever righteous thing you can believe him for. Hallelujah. So take your faith and reach out and speak the word of faith and bring what is in your heart into manifestation. Hallelujah. Let's stand up. I want to give an opportunity for people to make their commitments and decisions for the Lord this morning. You may be here this morning. You may be watching online somewhere around the world, and you've never done that. You never made Jesus Christ the Lord and the Savior of your life individually and personally. Jesus said in John chapter 3, you must be born again. He said in Revelation chapter 3, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and fellowship with him and he with me. So it's all up to us, you see, because the work's done. I said the work's done, the work's done, the work's done. That's why people don't get it with this word of faith message. See, the work's done, but you have a part to play. God did his part. His work's done. You know, it says that God created the heavens and the earth in six days, and then he rested. So why are people shocked that after sending Jesus Christ to live a holy life and to die a horrible death and to be put to death by government and religious folks and to be raised from the dead on the third day and to ascend into heaven, that his work's done. Now we got to do our part. Hallelujah. I said, you know, just like Cain and Abel, they had to work the earth. Why? Well, because God had done his part, then they had to do their part, whether it was raising animals or scratching the earth and farming. God had done his part, then they had to do their part. Same thing is true with faith, and the same thing is true right here with salvation. I'm not talking about having your name on a roll. I'm not talking about being a member. I'm talking about making Jesus Christ the Lord and the Savior of your life, confessing your sins, not to me, not to a priest, but confessing your sins to God through the Lord Jesus Christ and asking Father God to forgive you in that mighty, holy name of Jesus. If you've never done that this morning, I want to give you the opportunity. I want to pray with you. If you've never done that this morning, but you'd like to lift a hand up, lift it up high enough to where I can see it. Pastor, I've never given my life to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. I've never asked Father God to forgive me of my sins in the name of Jesus. I've never believed in my heart and confessed with my mouth in specific that Jesus Christ is Lord, but I want to this morning. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to live my life for God. Yes, how many others? How many others? Pastor, that's me. Pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want, I want to live a life without fear. How about that? I don't want to live afraid, not another day. Man, I'll tell you what, it'd be worth getting saved just to not live in fear. There may be others here this morning and you're away from God. There was a time in your life you told God that you loved him, that you would live for him, and, and you, you asked God to forgive you of your sins in the name of Jesus. But some way, somehow, you've gotten away from living for him. You've gotten away from the things of God. And your heart is cold. 
and your heart this morning is not on fire, but your heart is cold. The Word of God says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How many this morning would say, Pastor, that's me. I'm away from God. I'm backslidden. I'm not living for the Lord like I know I should. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be I want to recommit my life to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't want to live a defeated life, and I certainly don't want to live in fear. I tell you what, I want to live my life in victory from this day to my last day. If that's you this morning, wherever you are, lift a hand up. Lift it up high enough to where I can see it. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. If you raised your hand for either invitation, I want you to be bold about it. Take your belongings in hand. Ladies, take your purse in hand. Gentlemen, your Bible, whatever you brought with you. I don't want your mind on your stuff. So gather your belongings, step boldly into the aisle, join me here at the front, we're going to pray. If you're watching online, you can join with us and pray the prayer, amen. Because God is no respecter of persons. Anyone, anywhere can pray the prayer and God will hear them. When we go to Father God in the name of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, he hears us. So if you raise your hand for either invitation this morning, gather up your belongings, join me here at the front, we're going to pray and uh, believe God with you. All right, thank you, Father God. You know what? I was gonna move on, and the Lord said, <laughs> he's been speaking to me in recent days, three words, acts of kindness. So let's go ahead and pray for the sake of someone who maybe is too timid to move, but we're gonna pray, and they can get in on what God has for them. Everybody in the room, let's pray this prayer out loud together. Thank you, Father God, for sending Jesus to save me of my sins. I thank you. He did the work. Father God, in Jesus' name, I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I confess my need of a Savior. I confess that in times gone by, I've gone my own way, I've done my own thing, and I've lived for self. But I declare those days are over and I give my life to you. I ask that you would forgive me, wash me, cleanse me, purify me, take out of me any bitterness, anything that would hinder me in my walk with you and put within me a brand new heart that I might live for you, Father God, and be a good witness and have a good testimony from this day to my last day. And I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, my Lord. And everybody said amen. 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 If, you, uh, if you're out there somewhere, whether today or in the future watching this message, you can write to us, fccarlington.com slash salvation. Let us know about your commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. We'd love to send you a copy of our book, God's Very Own Child, and be a blessing to you. Let me say a word, too, to people, because we have people watching from all over the world. You know, it's, it's amazing to me that churches are closed all over the world and, uh, and and yet even in the United States you know we've got churches that aren't open or they're open with no children's ministries how, how do you guys think you're going to have church if you don't have children's ministries Amen. let me tell you what last Sunday to God be the credit the glory and the honor last Sunday we had more people in church on that Sunday at Faith Christian Center than we did on that exact same Sunday in 2019. Wow. 
which means we have come all the way back from the Rona. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now we go on. I said, and now we go on. (laughs) Well, how do you know that's going to happen? Because I just (laughs) preached it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we, we scratched and clawed. It took some faith. It took some time. But last Sunday, we beat our numbers in 2019, and so now we go on. Hallelujah. And we're just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Amen. And more blessed until the coming of the Lord. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.